0: is your newest guilty pleasure it's the bloodiest part of your week
1: did we say something about it also being happy hours show sure did because we about to be sipping on some murder bloody happy hours hey y'all this
0: is april hey this is caroline hey just in case you're wondering that is it, caroline i'm looking is. at her in the flesh she is a little sick so she sounds different but she i just, like it yeah i
1: mean what happens when you go to vegas you come back sounding like the
0: uh-huh. this is there what was is it your throat was there a little throat you know it was probably
1: because vegas? i went and investigated mandalay bay Oh, the shooting. and where the shooting happened
0: no. no there was no weird throat action <laughs> zero percent so, we both just got back from vacation, y'all. We and did. so, we, um, like, my allergies are a little bad, but that's just my fault. I missed, you know. Her shot? Yeah. Or two. So, I'll well, take care of that tomorrow. So,
1: I went and investigated the Mandalay Bay. Yes. With my sister. We have some videos. We're going to put together a little thing. <gasps> it's, it's really special. We're both special. And so, what they did was the, the incident happened on the 32nd floor. Okay. Well, there's no thirty second floor anymore. Oh, they took it away. They changed all the numbers, so we there. You go in and there's three different elevators you can choose from, like four floors, like ten through yeah. thirty, and then floor. It went from and then it all of a sudden was like ten or floor fifty two or something. So they skipped like. 20 yeah. floors or something and
0: a lot of the big hotels do that you got to take a certain elevator to get to a certain part in the hotel yeah so but, but there was none on none of the elevators there's no 30 there second no floor. 30 second floor
1: so we took the elevator to the 30th floor we kind of snuck in i mean because you have to have your key card to like get on like be let onto the floor yeah and we just went with somebody else who was going on that floor <laughs> so we're sneaky so we go to the thirtieth floor, then we go to the stairs, and then we took the stairs up, which is how they actually, ha- how the officers or SWAT team or whoever actually got in. They oh. went through the the stairs. I watched all these videos, like on okay. the way to Vegas. What happened at Mandalay Bay? Mandalay Bay. There was in 2017. There was a uh, shooter, a guy who opened fired over this concert that was going on. Uh, Jason
0: Aldean concert. A Jason
1: Aldean. Like, he had just come on stage. He was singing his first song, and then all of a sudden, shots are fired, and they all think it's fireworks, and there's some videos from people's phones, and there's other footage, but the ones that I watched, there there are fireworks. That's what they thought, and then they're like, no, people are people are down. People are down. The shooting stops. People start running. The shooting starts again. He ended up... I don't know how long he was shooting, 20 minutes or so. And like he had a camera that was set up. There was one camera that was in the hallway on a room service cart to see if anybody was coming in the hallway. And there was another camera he had set up uh, attached to like the peephole of the door. To see if anybody was coming down the hallway. Because where his room is, it was a suite. So it was the very end of the hallway.
0: Did you take pictures of Oh, we walked. This? Oh, yeah. We walked okay, up down okay. the hallway. So keep the story there. Because I don't want a spoiler alert. You have to cover it later. And then you'll post your pictures. Yes. But it was there. the,
1: I mean, one of the worst mass shootings ever. Wow. And I think it killed uh, 50 or 60 people. Shit, shit, shit. shit.
0: Okay. So she was and then in he Vegas. he killed himself.
1: Yes. So, so I went to research the room. We went to go look at the room. Literally, we just were like, "I was like, I just want to go and see where this and just stand there isn't of the room it and isn't it such a, a good
0: high? It's so crazy. It's, I was I it's, felt you know, I felt like did you channel
1: your inner? I did him. Yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh. That's how I feel every time I go. So I'm real proud of you. I know. That was my first real,
0: like, like exploring a murder scene situation. Okay. So so I'm she was in, I'm real proud of her. She was in Las Vegas, crime scene exploring. Yes. I was in Florida, and, and I don't know if y'all, have, I've told y'all, but. Everywhere I go, I have to research, like, if there's any crimes or serial killers or anything that's happened there. And so um, I went to New Orleans for my birthday, but y'all haven't heard that episode yet. It is coming, and I did all the things. Well, I was in Panama City this year, but on the way to Panama City is Pensacola. Do you know if anything happened in Pensacola? I didn't know. Well, Tell did me, you know that you? Ted Bundy was oh, arrested was the- in Pensacola after he escaped from prison? Oh. He was like found in this alley by this restaurant. Uh, and, and I didn't, I've been there before. So I went to Pensacola a couple of years ago, and that's like I took a picture of that, I went there. And my husband just knows he has to drive me around to these places. And then we went to Emmett Smith High School because Emmett Smith's also from Pensacola. So there was a, you know, a weird one because that's what I love. But then he was like, well, then we need to go to this. Clearly. But I went to Panama City this year. And so I'm like, what happened in Panama City? And I found a juicy story. But I'm going to stop it there. because Oh, you're such a teaser. Listen, so starting in August is our women's killer month. Yes. And so you're going to hear about it in August. But I did stumble on a great story. So teaser, teaser, teaser. Today, what? let's read a couple emails and a couple of, because we didn't do it last We We forget. You got to forgive us. Let's read Fangirl Cheryl's email. Oh, okay. Are you going to read that one? Um, you should. I mean, I can. It's right here. Okay. This
1: is from Fangirl Cheryl. She says, Hey, April and Caroline. Wanted to send this email to let y'all know you have one big ol' super fan here in Lorena, Texas.
0: Keep the good stories coming. I, I want a fan from out of town. Uh, out of town fan. So I don't, I don't know if I read this one yet, but here's one. I have to admit that this has become my guilty pleasure every week. These ladies are energetic and witty while being informative. You won't be disappointed. This is from Mud Bugs for Life. Hi. I I, if it. I read that already, I'm sorry. No,
1: you didn't read that one because that was a kind of new one. Um, do you want me to read the two stars? Yeah, I thought you did. No, we have another one. <laughs> Go ahead. This one's about me. Oh, okay, go. The subject is I tried to. Mm. This is the second one, right? We read that first one. There was a I tried, and this is I tried to. Yeah, the one, first one I read was I tried, and now this one's I tried to.
0: And this is Sunny D1102. Yes. I hope it gets better. Clearly, happy
1: hour <laughs> started before the show did, since the hosts already sound buzzed. Guilty. I all the race references bothered me. I am
0: every race ever, so you can't and get mad. And I
1: always reference it because I just do. <laughs> some moments were loud. Oh, and some moments I could barely hear. Oh, oh you must <laughs> be talking about me. What's the throat issue? I expected more since another avid podcaster recommended. Maybe I expected too much. Sorry, sorry. First of all, the only thing I really focused on was that another avid podcaster recommended this. Who is that? I don't know. But um, they but obviously did not set up expectations well. For and her, this clearly. is
0: also episode two, so oh, um, you know, like what I'm like when we got this was like episode two, episode three. It's in the beginning, so we're learning, we're trying. Oh yeah, but we take all this really into consideration. No, I constructive know. Yeah. criticism is great. I love it. I uh, love. All the stars, but mainly five. Well,
1: I'm drinking my, uh, this is supposed to help your throat feel better. And mm. I had whiskey yesterday to help my throat feel better. Like a, a, a hot toddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
0: That's but a real thing.
1: I didn't do a hot toddy today, but so I just have my wine. You just got
0: some red wine. Yeah. That's why my voice
1: sounds extra
0: sexy. So okay. listen, um it's just Tito's, and I got my own little hydration mix in it. If you guys want us to test out any of your wines or beers, you just send them right over. Oh, yeah. Um, and we'll test them out and tell people how we love them. She's drinking Josh. Living a bougie life. <laughs> That's real bougie of you. Yeah. Um, okay, I have one story, and then I'm going to go into my thing. So I'm an aunt. Okay? okay, so I'm Aunt Sissy. And, I and like, all my brothers had, like, a 1,000 kids, and they just didn't listen to me. So every once in a while when I'm really nice— And I miss them. I'll go pick them up and we'll have fun Aunt Sissy Day. Mm -hmm. And so the last time, I'll do it like once a semester. So the last time I did it was during spring break. And I picked up my nephews and we're going to Austin. I'm real rusty and my nerves are short when I'm like (laughs) watching kids. So I'm like, hey. Because they're young. And then I was really real with my kid. Yeah. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. So you're like, this is how you get pregnant. And this is what you shouldn't do. But I was like, hey, listen, you guys either need to stay with me or you need to stay with Isaiah. And Isaiah's is my nephew that's um eighteen. So it was we were the adults. And because there's bad people and if you get kidnapped, you know what they're gonna do? They're gonna take you and they're gonna shove something up your butt. <laughs> do you want something shoved up your butt? And my sweet little DJ was like, No. <laughs> but but Braxton he's a little older he knows he be mind down he's like shaking his head and i was like okay do not run away okay this f- is in march right oh i told them this in march okay so yesterday i had them and we went to the to a bunch of places here in town we had a fun day and before we got out to go to the trampoline park little dj like had a memory and he was <gasps> Telling Jade this is Jaden's first time with this. So he told little Jaden, he was like, "Jaden, you cannot run off from Aunt Sissy. You need to stay by Aunt Sissy because somebody might take us and they're gonna put something up our butts. <laughs> and I was like, DJ, I'm so proud of you. And so Jaden was like, Yeah, don't talk to strangers. So, oh, anyways, that was my fun I aunt story. But you were so proud. <laughs> I, I know you've it's like the created, memory they have created a sticky memory bank for them that is a good sticky memory oh my gosh I'm dead so I have a story today and it is about Candyman Dean Coral this is a local Texas serial killer story and so I'm in a book club I started a book club here in Waco Crime and Wine, and one of my book club members told me about him, and I've heard of him, but I've never like, like read about him too much. I just knew he existed. So I'm excited to tell y'all about him. When I first heard you say the story, I was like, "Oh, like Candyman, Candy like Yeah, it's not the same thing. It Has nothing to do with that Candyman. So let me tell you about Dean Corll. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Dean Corll. He was born in Fort Wayne, Indiana, in 1939. Okay, he, you know, reportedly had a decent normal childhood. He had his mom and had his daddy. They were married for most of his life, but eventually got divorced. Um, but they missed each other, and so they ended up reuniting. Okay. So, you know, things were great. And then that's how they came back to Texas, or came to Texas. They moved to Pasadena. I have no idea where that is. Pasadena? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's over there. Okay, thought so. But... Guess what? Their honeymoon like didn't last very long because they ended up getting a divorce. But they were both like, peace out. We're not meant for each other. So there was Dean Coral and his brother. They both stayed with their mom, but had good contact with their dad. So it wasn't like a messy, ugly divorce where dad was totally out of the picture. Um, They still had a daddy. Um, Dean reportedly was very shy. Like a lot of our serial killers we talk about, like they don't have any friends. They're not very social. Um, and so he was very shy. So he was alone, like most of the time. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't like he didn't have friends, like come over. Um, Dean's mom is like on it. Like she met a new man really quick. She was remarried really quick, and they had a daughter really quick. And they moved to Vider, Texas. I just drove through there. That's outside of Houston. Oh, okay. And so mom is Mary, Mama Mary, and new husband got married, and they opened up a candy shop, and it was a pecan candy shop called the Pecan Prince. And so they operated that out of their garage. because, You know, it's just a small little family, you know, company. And so, of course, Dean and his brothers had to work at the pecan shop after school every day like yeah. it was just their job help their mom because stepdad was a traveling salesman and so he would travel and go sell the candy mm-hmm. so vider texas so vider high school um and so i say that because i would love it if somebody if like a serial killer went to the high school that i went <sighs> to what would you do I would see called? what teachers he had and it's probably like Coach Anderson or Coach Baucom because they've been there for a thousand years and oh. I'd be like, How was he in school? I would actually bring him on the podcast. Back to it. He was in the band. Okay. And he played the trombone. And he graduated in nineteen fifty-eight. So, you know, nothing real exciting about his life. mama Mary, Snoopy, right, she had this new husband. They end up getting a divorce. And instead of, like, her trying to, like, shut the company down and take half the company, she was like, we are going to open up our own. So they have moved to the Heights area, and they've opened up Coral Candy. Remember, that's their last name. Yes. Yeah. And Dean has graduated high school, so now he's the vice president of Coral Candy, And he's been doing this for a couple years until he's drafted in the Army. That's always a common denominator, right? The Army. And in the Army is when he found out he was a homosexual. Mm-hmm. He reportedly came out to a couple people. Oh. So, you know, fine, no big deal. He had but he was honorably, honorably, so that's the good one. Yeah. Discharged after ten months. So I don't even know like what's the purpose. Why did he go? Guess they didn't need him. Well, I guess sometimes you can you can request to leave. Dean was eager to get back to H Town and run the family candy company. Absolutely. And so, Back in Houston, like at Coral Candy, like sales were good. They had moved into a bigger, like, factory, and it was across the street from Helms Elementary School, where the highlight of Dean's Day, weirdo alert, is (laughs) handing out free candy to to the the kids. I mean... Listen, the
1: creepiest thing to this day is the damn ice cream truck guy and a creepy white van with, like, these ghetto stickers taped on him, and he got that ding-ding song, like, <laughs> ding, ding 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 whatever that – Mm-hmm. And kids still run onto that thing. Yeah. I'm like, you're about
0: to get – Because it's sugar. Mm. Kids will follow the sugar, and Candyman knew this. And so this is where he got his name, Candyman, right? But he, like, progressed and progressed, and it got worse. So – um. Handed out candy. He was called Candyman. He was VP of the company. He was also in charge of hiring. Do you think he hired like pretty little blonde um, teenage girls? Um, Let me think. No. No. He only hired teenage boys. Shock. So Coral Candy was run old? by him, teenage boys, and Mama Mary. My gosh. But one boy made an outcry and they and went and told Mama Mary that Dean came on to him and like felt him up. And Mama was one of those mamas that oh like she yeah. wasn't trying to hear it. Uh-huh. She didn't believe it. Uh-uh. So she fired the boy and just got back to her business. And so Dean went a step further because passing out candy wasn't enough because they're just passing by. He made this fun little game room in the back of the shop where he put pool tables he put um games he put lighting he played music he had all the free candy i mean so that all the local youth yeah would come and hang out after school Mm -mm -mm. so he was having the time of his life but guess what no girls were allowed so it was boys Boys, boys, boys. So by 1967, Dean had befriended a sixth grader. Okay. Okay. How
1: old is he right now?
0: I mean, he graduated high school in 58. So this is like 10 years later. Yeah. Almost. Almost 30. Yeah. 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 So So he befriended a a sixth grader named David Brooks. Dean and David, like they hung out all the time. They hung out with other teenage boys. They hung out at the candy shop. Dean would take him on trips to the beaches. He would give him money. He would buy him in things. It started off like Big Brother slash Father Figure type yeah. thing. Until. This is something no Father Figure or Brother-like figure should ever ask you to do. So Dean took David to the candy shop. And he let him lick the lollipop. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> what happened is David always liked money and needed money. So he, Dean convinced him, hey, if you give me a blowjob, I'll pay you for it. So then that progressed the relationship to a weird, even more weird level. Oh, no. um, David's family, like, eventually divorced And so he was going back and forth from Beaumont to Houston and Beaumont to Houston. And Dean was like, hey, just move in with me and drop out of school. So David did. So now he's got this 15-year-old by now living Mm -hmm. with him. And David has dropped out of school. And for some reason in 1968, the candy shops closes down. It's not doing good. Mama Mary got another divorce. Oh, gosh. And she moved to Colorado with Dean's sister. And so even though Dean was really close to his mom – he never saw her again. They just talked. What? So now Mama's no longer in the picture to oh maybe like gosh. monitor oh, and guide. No. Yes. Not yes, Ma- yes. thought
1: she was a great guide, really.
0: Dean got a job at Houston Lighting, and he actually works there until he died. Dot, dot, dot. Spoiler. What? Yes, he dies. Um, but you just don't know how he dies yet. So just wait for it. I'm so waiting. Dean is now in his 30s. And he's bored with just blowjobs from David. (gasps) So he begins to pick up teenage boys and hitchhikers. And he picks up a boy named Jeffrey, 18-year-old Jeffrey Honan. He was hitchhiking from Austin to Houston to go see his girlfriend in Houston. Jeffrey was never seen again until his body was found on High Island Beach, He was bound, strangled, and assaulted and buried beneath a big boulder with a gag in his mouth and lime on his body. Dean felt amazing after his first killing. And basically, he he unleashed a beast. Unleash a beast? So a couple months after killing Jeffrey, he picks up two this time, teenage boys, and he takes them to his place. He ties them up to his four-post bed, then rapes them. And David... Little boy, David, or well, a 15-year-old, walks in on him, like, raping these boys. Oh. Hey, um, trigger and spoiler alert, this is a very gory <laughs> podcast. Whoa. This is explicit. Okay, so he <laughs> later tells David that, because um, so he finishes and somehow, like, gets rid of the body, and David's just, like, still shocked, right?
1: He saw it, the whole thing?
0: He didn't see the whole thing. David see, walks in on him and then, like, takes off because he doesn't know what he oh, saw. He, like, is panicking.
1: He was like, that's what he does to me, and why is he doing it to somebody else? Well,
0: we I don't, don't know. know that him and David's relationship got that. Like, oh, I know David like They were, like, blowjobs. having sex,
1: and he walked in on them having sex?
0: No. Dean ra- was getting, raping getting, these raping.
1: boys. Yeah.
0: Um, and so that just kind of shocked David. So David, like, left. And he was shocked. So Dean later talked to him and was like, hey, don't worry about it. I was filming a gay porn. <laughs> and the boys are actually back to California. And Like, so, no big deal. Yeah. Just... And so Dave was like, oh, bet. And so just to keep him quiet, Dean was like, hey, here's this new green Corvette. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so David just what I wanted. kept quiet. Oh, nice. So that relationship progresses even more. 'Cause now he knows that David kind of knows what he does and don't tell on him. Yeah. So then he asks David, Hey, I will give you two hundred dollars for any boy, boy, not man, oh, that you bring back to me. S- so David, instead of saying, Screw you, get the hell away from me, says, Oh, bet. <gasps> and he goes and picks up Sounds two like a James
1: Charles situation.
0: Teenage boys a 14 year old and a 15 year old one named james glass and the other named danny yates he met them at a religious rally later they were bound raped strangled and buried so just six weeks later dean and david stumble on two more boys walking home and so they're like hey get in the car Let's get high, let's get drunk. And oh. so it was just normal. Like, if people oh. pull up and it's like, hey, I got some weed, Do y'all wanna come smoke? Mm. You just hop in and you go. Oh. you wanna come sniff some paint, you hop in and you go. Oh. Hitchhiking's normal. Like, this is a different yeah. time. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their parents obviously didn't listen to True Crime podcasts. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So um, these kids were killed, buried in near, underneath the same boat shed.
1: Wow. So he's just putting lime all over them?
0: Yeah. Mm. This pattern continues. And then in 1971, so this is about a year of this, right? 1971, David brings home another kid, and Dean like likes this kid, uh, like oh. likes him enough not to kill him. He instead wants to hire him. Oh. So he tells Elmer. He's like, hey, Elmer. Elmer. Oh. Yeah, this kid's name is Elmer Wayne Henley. So Elmer Wayne Henley is now there. And Dean tells him, hey, you know, I'm involved in this white slavery ring. Oh. And so, if you bring me boys, I can pay you to bring me boys. But they gotta be white, and they gotta be boys. And so, yeah. Henley's like, hell no. Like, he's not having it. uh uh-uh. At first. <sighs> then Henley's mom and daddy like run out of money, and so they need uh-uh. um, money. And so, Henley's like, Henley, uh, he's like, oh, well, let me help out. So he goes and gets a boy that he finds in the Houston Heights area. And he says, let's go smoke some weed. I got this stabbing cabin over here. He didn't say stabbing cabin, but that's what it is. (laughs) That's what it is. Um, And then they're high. And he says, hey, look at these trick handcuffs. You should try them. And when he puts them on, they're not trick handcuffs. He's handcuffed. Dean kills them. Oh my and God. he's later buried at the High Island Beach. And this boy was never identified. They <gasps> never got his name. When they found his body, he was never identified.
1: What?
0: So now this duo of Dean and David is now a trio of Dean, David, and Elmer. Elmer, you never should have went. Damn it, Elmer. <sighs> so so abductions continue from s- like till 1973. And Elmer and David are both just delivering, it's like the DoorDash of boys. Oh They're just my like delivering gosh. young boys to Dean. And most of them were strangled, some were bludgeoned, some were shot, but all of them were rape-bound and buried in small burial spots around Houston oh. and on Lake Sam Rayburn, which is a nice lake we've what? been wanting to take the boat out to. Oh, okay. So um August 8th 1973 Elmer is like tired like in his mind this is his day off okay oh my he's gosh. like let's i'm just going to grab my friend Tim Curly and we're just going to get drink and sniff some paint <laughs> he's not trying to find any boys right now he's just drinking There's and sniffing some paint, some paint. yeah that's it's the thing it's the thing oh i guess in the 70s so he's drinking with Tim right that's where i was drinking with Tim And smoking with Tim, or sniffing paint with Tim. (laughs) This is Elmer. And then they get hungry, so they go get some food. And at the food place, they hear, like, screaming and shouting. And their friend, Rhonda Williams' dad, was very abusive and just beat her ass. Mm. And so they're like, hey, just come with us. Come numb the pain. Come get high and come get drunk. So they invite her to go back to this Dean Stabbing cabin. Stabbing cabin. So this pissed dean off oh she's
1: a girl girls
0: are not allowed why would he do that so he didn't say anything dean i mean he said something but he like didn't throw a fit he just waited until they partied hard enough to pass out oh my and so when they passed out he tied them all up including elmer Uh uh-oh so elmer eventually woke up And when he woke up, Dean was pissed. He had a knife. He was threatening to kill him. And because basically he ruined everything by bringing a girl into his famous secretive cabin. Stabbing cabin. Stabbing cabin. So listen, Elmer's like pretty good with his words. And so Elmer's like, hey, you know what? Let's just. Get some fun out of this. I'm sorry. Brought a girl in. Why don't you rape Tim? I'll rape Rhonda. We'll tag team him. Oh my god! And um, did no, you hear their conversation? You know, <laughs> I kind of add my own shit in oh. there, but <laughs> this is. But this is <laughs> this is what Elmer tells Dean to convince. I was just Dean making sure. To I didn't know you were there. I mean, I might have wrote him a letter. Elmer <laughs> was like, "Untie me. We're gonna tag team. I'm gonna <laughs> get Rhonda. You're gonna get Tim." And Dean was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good, Bet. So he untied him. And then by this time, Tim and Rhonda are waking up, too. And they're like, what the hell's happened? Why are we tied up to this torture Chamber. board? Chamber board. And um, Elmer grabbed his gun and shot Dean <gasps> while he was butt it naked. Turned on him. Shot him in the butt? Butt naked. Oh. And raping His friend, Tim. So he let his friends, like, untied them. He threw the gun down, and they called the police. Because Elmer was like, this is it. Like, this, I've had enough. I'm not about this life anymore. He told the police everything. Now, let me just, like, tell you. At this time, there had been so many missing teenage boys. Mm -hmm. All the parents have been telling Houston PD... My kid did not run away. Something has happened. Some Like, he has been kidnapped. They have been kidnapped. And Houston PD was like, nope, they're runaways. Close case. Like, so there has been no investigation on all these boys. I what? told you about a handful of them, but there ends up being 28. <gasps> 28? Well, even more than that. Okay, so the police come, and Elmer is singing like a bird. And he told Everything that they've done the past three years. him, what he did, what David did, what Dean did, how Dean's the you know Dean's dead on the floor, but he was oh, the one that did it all. Yeah. And then he took the police to all the burial grounds. He took them to the boat shed and all the burial grounds that he knew of, because remember he came in late. So all the victims were wrapped in clear plastic wrapping. They had been tortured. Sodomized, pubic hairs had been plucked out, and objects had been inserted into their rectums. Rods were shoved up their pee holes, oh. and they were like smashed. They had gags in their mouth and tape around their mouth and their face to suffocate, suffocate. and muffle them. Yes, oh my muffle their screams. Oh Then they went to Lake Ray Hubbard next, and there was a family cabin. So this was another stabbing cabin where there were more bodies and lime and plastic and even a whole new torture board. They went to High Island Beach and found more bodies. And at this time, like this is 1973, Candyman was basically... The serial killer winner, if you could be a winner. Like, he had the most deaths at this time in 1973. So, because I guess the number was 25, so he exceeded 25 with 28. Oh, my God. And his record, I hate to make it sound like it's a good thing, but his record was broken by another just 5 years later by another rapist pedophile we know him as John Wayne Gacy the clown killer oh yeah gosh. John Wayne Gacy actually did 33 murders so what is sad like i said all these boys were listed as runaways they were not looked for they were not investigated even though parents like pressured and begged and assured police that oh these were not the type gosh. of kids to run away one of, the bo- one of the boys' moms was like, my kid was coming from the beach. He had on flip-flops, swim shorts, and, like, 15 cents in his pocket. That's not how you run away. And Houston PD, like, was highly criticized. It took them a long time to, Listen, like, get tex- over this. this is Texas? I know. And that's not even small town. Like, you get this a lot in small towns, but this is yeah, Houston, that's y'all. Yeah, Houston. So they were highly Tisc- criticized. Tisc- Because they did nothing for these boys. So out of Dean Coral's twenty-eight victims, twenty-one of them were identified. There's still seven of them that have no identity that they weren't able to identify or like follow up, like track to a missing person's report. So either it wasn't local or nobody reported them missing or whatever it may be. So trial. Elmer, so Dean's dead, right? Yeah. If there's more bodies. We don't know. Elmer and David were both tried separately. So only, it only took the jury 92 minutes to deliberate. And Elmer had um, six counts of murder. He's the one that confessed, right? Six concurrent 99-year oh terms. Oh, my. And then it only took 90 minutes for them to deliberate on David. And he was only convicted of one count of murder, but he received life. And so since then, Henley has been denied parole. Like he's never going to get out. And David actually died of (gasps) COVID-19 last May in prison. Yeah. And so Henley's still alive. And so the synopsis is, There was 28 victims that we know of that the Candyman did. Uh But there were 42, Caroline, 42 teenage boys that went missing in the Houston Heights area around that time. And so investigators, like, still believe that he was responsible for way more than 28. And Dean's not here for them to ask. So there is Candyman. Wow. I feel like, you know, didn't your parents ever tell you never take? candy from, from a, a stranger? stranger this has no, to be where that evolved they never told me that i hope they did well you live probably I just, in west and nobody's a stranger got off the bus went home lot, latchkey I'm oh a you're l- a latchkey kid yeah so i guess you could have took candy from a stranger yeah
1: i would have gladly taken it
0: well you hear it all the time but i was
1: walking home with my older sister and you know she's real bossy
0: <laughs> so she would
1: be in yeah. control of anything i did yeah and i would totally go along with. thanks
0: that. joe Thanks. Hey, so our, our life lesson to last week's oh, we story one. was always have a code word. Oh, we need a code word. Like Caroline doesn't have one. Listen out there. You need a code <laughs> word with your family and your friends. Caroline doesn't have one. But by the next time we talk, we're going to get something down. We're not going to tell you what the code word is, but she needs a plan. Have a plan in place. This week is... Don't ca- take candy from a stranger. Don't take candy from <laughs> a stranger. It is uh, never go to a candy shop we'll and lick anybody's lollipop. <gasps> oh. I, we're, I, done, I, I we're, we're done, y'all. We're done, y'all. Don't forget to R-R-S.
1: R-R-S. Write, review, subscribe. That's uh, five stars. That's yeah. a rating. That's a review
0: yes and subscribe hey and email us bloodyhaveberry.com twitter us and what
1: else are you supposed to do
0: instagram us and you should
1: stay aware
0: stay alive and always be d t f bye y'all